Welcome to Pokemon Variety Hour, the show where we talk about a variety of different Pokemon topics. I'm your host, Riley. Here with me today is Just Odin, as usual. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? He's here. The, again, I say, the reliable one. He's here. <laughs> I try to be. I really do. Well, you're, you're good at it. You, you, you do good. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into the... Jesus, well, silence I, your phone. I, I did. That, that's what that was. <laughs> I know that's that what that me, was. That was me silencing and making sure the vibrate um, wasn't gone. <laughs> okay. All right, let's get it started then. Woo! Odin, what have you been doing in Pokemon? Well, surprisingly enough, I have been playing Pokemon recently. Whoa. Unbelievable. Yeah. Crazy. I, I, I haven't reported playing anything actually Pokemon in several weeks. And yes, I was I, about to say, are you sure you just weren't playing Animal Crossing and you thought it was Pokemon because you were like tired or something? <laughs> well, I've been <laughs> playing Animal Crossing too, but no, I, I broke down and um, I decided uh, that I was going to play a game that I thought that I personally thought without any experience was a bad game. And and the only reason I picked it up is because of my because my son wanted to get this he wanted to uh try it at some point mm-hmm. i believe there was a there was a conversation at some point in there were discussions of him playing it so i picked up pokemon let's go Eevee. oh my I gosh was, you did it you picked up yeah. you mad lad let's I, go um, is like a drug you, you you don't think it's good for you you don't get it and then the, once you get a little taste it's just forever you can't get away let's go pikachu it, it, it's, yeah it's addicting <laughs> And I, I sure as hell wasn't going to pick up Let's Go Pikachu because I don't like Pikachu. Like, I think it's adorable, it's cute, but as a as a Pokemon itself, it is overhyped and overliked. Um, you can say that again. It is I mean, quite Eevee the overhyped too, Pokemon. Eevee, Eevee is overliked and over, overhyped too, but at the same time, I'd rather play Let's Go Eevee than Let's Go Pikachu. Plus, my True. son's favorite Pokemon at the moment is Pikachu. So... That's, uh, yeah, which I will be buying Pokemon uh, Let's Go Pikachu here at some point in time soon, too, so that he can play that one. Give Game Freak all of your money. All of it. Give it to them. Basically. They will take it. They will but use yeah, no, it. I've been super addicted to this game. Uh, not even three gym badges deep into the, uh, like, just three gym badges deep into the game. I wanted a Charmander, but I wanted a Shiny. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I combo catched and chained uh, Geo dudes like uh, almost two hours till I wow. ran into a uh, till I ran into a shiny Charmander in Rock Tunnel and I did it. My Pokemon nice. were over level forty, but I by the time it was done, but I got a oh, shiny Charmander. when you shiny hunt. But that XP is so nice. Yeah, it's so nice if you want to not have any trouble or challenge at all when you're actually battling fair, in the video game. To be fair, I am I'm uh I'm gonna be going up against a six gym leader here, and my Pokemon are pretty leveled at to the uh with the game. Like they're pretty on point and on par. Did you look up the levels or are you going off red and blue? Because I'm pretty sure they No, I'm down. I'm physically going off of the Pokemon that I have been encountering for random trainers and how the gyms have the gym leaders oh, okay. have been progressing. So my Pokemon are about where they should be. If not just just a smidge over. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with this. But no, I have thoroughly been enjoying this game. It is a lot better than I thought it was. And I, whew, it's addicting. And I've been balancing Animal Crossing and Let's Go Eevee between the two games quite well. And it has been fun. Well, I'm glad you've been having a good time with Let's Go. I do not own Let's Go yet. I really would like to rectify that. But um, yeah, little, I have not little owned it yet. Pixels Media lost media for you. There is out there in Gigi's computer, if you'll ever fucking send it to me, a 10-episode Let's Play of Let's Go Pikachu where I got two gyms deep into the game while we were at PodFest. And it was really fun. I definitely feel like if... uh. I definitely feel like if I got the recording software to do it, I would definitely do a Let's Play of Pokemon Let's Go. I definitely probably could. I feel like it, it's that kind of game that you could. It's, yeah, I was it's having chill. fun with my Let's Play. I'd like, it, a, I wish I had gotten a little more of it done. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a chill game. Plus, uh, an extreme shiny randomizer Nuzlocke would actually be really cool. But... That'd be interesting. <laughs> yep. That'd take it like a really like modded Switch, though. Probably. make work mm-hmm. yeah that's something so is that it pokemon wise yeah that's that's all i've been doing pokemon i've just been needlessly sucked into pokemon let's go eevee that is understandable let's go is a drug you can't escape um so i've been playing some pokemon mainly this is a fun story so on my twitch channel i've been doing a pokemon emerald nuzlocke i've been seeing that i've been, I've been noticing and- that and it was going fairly well. I was three badges in. I finally beat Watson in an Emerald Nuzlocke without wiping. Uh-huh. I had spent hours training a Gyarados to replace my dead starter. Ooh. I went and I d- and then I did like a 40-minute stream where I spent 20 minutes trying to catch a Geodude. And then I had to <laughs> grind it off stream. And while I was grinding off stream, the Geodude fucking died. <laughs> but that's not even the end. Sorry. You'd think that would be the end of my misfortune, but no. There's a reason why I didn't. I streamed Grand Theft Auto Five two days ago, and I haven't streamed yet today. Yeah, my Emerald save gone. I don't know what happened, how it happened. The sav file's still there, but I opened the Emerald ROM, and the only options it gives me are, is new game. Oh no! It's That's... just gone. It's gone forever. That is awful. It is awful. Yeah, no, that that would make me, like, depressed, and I would, like, lose all motivation at that point to play the game. I'd just be like, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm not going back through it, but it, it it's just n- makes me nervous, because, like, I have no way to know if it's going to happen again, and I have an obligation to do Crystal for Poker Survivor coming back soon, and if that save disappears, then I'm fucked. Yeah, yeah. I so can see that. Problem. You know what you should do, though? You know what? I feel like um you should do just like what Jinji did. Go on like Facebook oh you don't if you come across some extra money at any point in time in your life and it's of a decent significant amount, you know, not like you know, or at least save up towards it. You Are you about to ask me to buy like a GameCube, a Game Boy player and a capture card? <laughs> no, I was gonna tell you, get just just look into like a uh, capture card that's you know inexpensive but still good, decent quality. And just record Switch gameplay for like a for like any like a Switch game for like Pokemon. If you get a hold of Let's Go at some point in time, you should totally do one of those. People enjoy I mean, stuff I'd, like that. I'd love to have a catcher card, but the thing is, my laptop is garbage. And That's from fair. what Jinji tells me, a catcher card does take a lot of shit, take a lot of CPU that I don't have. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel that. My PC's a potato, so before I even think about doing yeah. any kind of streaming or anything like that, my PC has to be at least in the $1,500 range of, like, value for stuff. I'm pretty sure my PC is, like, in the $200 range, and it was secondhand, so I really don't know how much it was worth. Yeah. I got it from my dead step... I don't know how to describe it. It, It's... I got you. The stepson of the man that my grandmother married after my grandfather died. Well, shit. I don't know how I would describe that <laughs> in shorter in shorter terms. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he passed away and I got his laptop. And it's better than what I had, but still bad. Fair enough. And what's worse, I have to use both of my laptops because for some reason... For some reason, I can't fucking explain. My actual, like, Windows 10 laptop that I got from him that I use for everything else just won't run Audacity at all. Just refuses to run Audacity. So I have to switch between my old computer and my new computer because I have to use my old computer to edit podcasts because my new one just won't open Audacity. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. That is, right, so that besides is... besides Emerald, besides the annoyance that was Emerald, I'm actually breaking my own rule of playing a video game on a podcast, but for good reason. And I happen to be playing a Pokemon game literally right now. I am playing Pokemon Y for the Dicketeers. I've talked about it before, and I am very behind. You gotta I'm get supposed up there, man. to be I'm supposed to be past Gym Three at this point. I am currently training for Gym 2. <laughs> you gotta get on that, man. I do, which is why Patrick literally said that if I don't get shit done today, he's gonna kick me from the lock, which is why I have to train Pokemon right now as we're recording, which is why I'm kind of distracted and only half listening to everything Odin says. <laughs> well, when we get to the main topic, I'm gonna want you to really focus because this is the, today's topic is fire. I should be done within, like, 20 minutes. So hopefully my attention will come soon. But, yeah, that's going not great, really. I've had four deaths so far. I always say, for a Nuzlocke, if I have less deaths than I do badges, I'm winning. I am 100% <laughs> losing in this lock because I have four deaths and one badge. That is sad. That is yeah, actually sad. It's- it's been really tough. I don't remember what I've talked about on the show and what I haven't, but I had a ducklet. He was cool. He died to a horde of survivors because he got uh-huh. wrapped, trapped, and then they did, like... These survivor hordes are brutal. They have, like, a strategy. It's so weird. They're all holding person berries, and they use swagger on each other to boost their attack, and then the person berry will cure the confusion. <laughs> it's wild. Oh, man. So I lost my duck to that. I lost my Litleo to a Dragon Rage Axew. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've already talked about this one on the show because it was a while ago, but I, I lost my Frogadier to a Swords Dance Corefish because I underestimated or I overestimated the damage that a quick attack would do. I thought I could KO. I couldn't, and I died. That's and rough. then finally... And then finally, today, I was grinding, and I was switch-grinding my Ralts, because, you know, he can't fight for himself, because he's still a Ralts. And only knows teleport. No, he knows, like, confusion and stuff, but he's just not good. <laughs> okay. He needs to evolve okay. before he can, like, 
actually do damage. Um, but that's never gonna happen, cause guess what moves wild apsols have? Pursue. <laughs> so I tried to switch out, and then there he went. <laughs> that's rough, especially not with that additional fairy typing. Yeah, that epic pursuit. Well, he has fairy, but I don't think fairy actually resists dark. It fairy resists dark. What what generation are you doing again? Six. Six. So that's Kalos, right? Yeah. So fairy exists, yeah, but so I don't it think does it resists fairy. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Um, I think it's normal effective though because it's psychic first and then fairy. Oh, so Ralts just sucks. Okay, got it. Because <laughs> he was three <laughs> levels higher than the Absol. Oh, then yeah, no. Ralts' defense is blow. Yeah. So then, yeah, no, okay. So, yep, doing a little bit of training. My strategy for gym two is I have a, I have a Diggers B, and I have a Hippopotas, and they have ground type moves, and that's the strategy. You know what Pokemon you need to go after? Which one? Ninja Shrimp with a cannon. I would like to have Ninja Shrimp at some point, especially now that I don't have a water type starter because you fucking died oh, to yeah. a poor fish. <laughs> oh, yeah. A Clawitzer would make your day, man. Seriously. With its ability, Mega Launcher. Woo! Oh, man. I love that. I love that. Isn't that the same thing that uh, Mega Blastoise has? Yeah. Pulse okay. and. Uh, yeah, pulse, uh, pulse and ball moves deal more damage. I didn't think ball was a thing. I didn't think yep. they put ball in there. It's pulse and ball. Um, so, like, you're. Uh, heal pulse heals more of your allies. Shadow ball. If it, uh, I don't know if it can learn shadow ball, but um, any of the ball moves and even aura sphere, I think, is tied in there. But yeah, basically the Pokemon line has luck. Not not going as good as it could be going. I've still got a Charmander sitting there in the box who I desperately need to EV train, but that would take way too long, and I'd kill myself. Yeah. Actually, you know, I'd probably want to pursue that sooner rather than later, because I'm pretty sure I have to fight two Lucarios at some point. Yeah. So maybe I should go and EV train that Charmander. But also, I don't think I have time. Because I have I mean, to... yeah, no, you probably don't. Yeah. Because, again, I have to do this shit today. Yeah. But yeah, that's me. I've been playing Pokemon Y, my favorite game. It's so weird. Because this Nuzlocke is, like, making me not feel as good about Pokemon Y as I usually do. It's still my favorite as of now. It hasn't lost that status, but it's it just doesn't feel as good as it usually does. But in contrast, when I was playing Emerald, I was enjoying it more than I usually do. I usually hate Emerald, but I was actually having a good time. But, of course, there goes the save. No good times for Riley. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Shit happens, man. Shit happens. Shit does happen. And I, I want I don't know what I'm gonna play next on my Twitch channel. I'm not gonna lean hard into Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis is just gonna be a I was also playing Mario Tennis and that save's still there as far as I know, but that's just gonna be a like sporadic thing. In terms of like actually streaming regularly. I'm thinking I'll do Mario and Luigi Superstar saga, but again I'm just afraid the save's gonna disappear again. Understandable. Understandable. But yeah, so that's been Pokemon for me, which means it's time to get into our main topic, which was the brainchild of Odin. We had a different plan, but Odin did not prepare, so he came up with a good plan. It's, it's not for the lack of trying to prepare for it. It's I know, just the I know. Topic I'm not, of what I'm this not week would have been, 
I am not good at a it's 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 um it was not my forte in any fashion. Yeah, again, curtain parting. Penguin was supposed to be on this episode, and the topic that we had slated was mostly for Penguin, but you know, Penguin go sleep. Things have gone awry. <laughs> and this wasn't this is even the night we were supposed to be recording this either. So nope, it's not even not. night. It's afternoon. <laughs> but um, yeah. So the topic today is Pokemon on Switch. There have been two main entries to the Pokemon series on the Switch: Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, and Pokemon Sword and Shield. And we're going to be comparing the merits of both today. And decide which one is the better Pokemon experience that you could get on your Nintendo Switch. Yep. There's a, uh, there's, there's a lot to kind of go over. Because it's more or less of a recall review of the Let's Go series. And how it's impacted the community. And what they... Basically, in par- uh, comparing it against Sword and Shield, the most recent Pokemon games that have come out. Yep, and deciding if you want to play Pokemon on your Switch, you're new to the Switch, which one you should choose. Pretty much, and then some possible some possible tidbits at the end here that might uh might interest a few individuals for uh, what I've been thinking about recently. Hmm. Okay. Well, Odin, you 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 can take the wheel here. You were the proprietor of this topic fair enough so as you as you heard here the topic for the day is let's go and pokemon sword and shield kind of a comparison between the two and definitely know that there was a uh, episode that is already done for for like a a review talk on um yeah we uh, in fact that's a legacy episode that was episode two of variety hour was me Gingy, and penguin talking about let's go yep now what i'm what i'm gonna do here is i'm going to do a review post sword and shield basically going through and figuring out and talking about what the best you know the good the bad the ugly the awesome what they could have done what they didn't do what did make it, and what didn't make it. Yeah, basically the crux of this episode and what makes it different from episode 2 and episode 50, which were the Let's Go episode and the Sword and Shield episode, (laughs) are that we're kind of focusing on comparing the two and deciding, like, which one is the best Pokemon experience for the Nintendo Switch. Yep. So, my first topic of today for this as we're going to be comparing probably a, one of the biggest factors for a lot of people in uh, games nowadays is customization features. Um, is that a big factor? I don't really it's, pay attention to that in Pokemon, usually. You're part of the minority. A lot of people like okay. to be able to customize their characters to figure out, to design a look, essentially. I mean, it's cool, but like... I wish Pokemon did it like some other RPGs where you just do it at the beginning and, like, you have all the options open and then, bam, that's your trainer. Because, like, how it works now, you have to go to a clothing store and spend your money. And I haven't... X and Y was the first game with customization, and I love customization. But right now, in my Dicketeer Nuzlocke, I'm still the default trainer just because I need to save that precious, precious money for Pokeballs and shit. So I haven't spent any of it on clothes. Yeah, but, all right, 
So, features for customization. Let's go Hazm. You know, they, uh, you get different outfits for not just only you, but also your partner Pokemon, whether it's Eevee or Pikachu, which I find very adorable. There was only one other game that I'm aware of that actually, one other, like, main Nintendo game for Pokemon that really kind of, like, shined on that feature. And that was, let me see here, wasn't that the Sun and... No, that was X. Was that X and Y or Sun or Moon? Or is that uh? Gigi, we didn't mention Mystery Dungeon either. We're only talking about main series. We're talking about main Gigi, series. Gigi said no love for Quest, which even if we were talking about Quest, it would not get any love. Just to be clear. <laughs> All right. So uh, I think it was Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire where you were able to customize uh, your Pikachu, right? In Mercury Up Sapphire, there was a Pikachu, cosplay Pikachu, and there was like four different outfits you could give it. Yeah. So you had that, but customization aspect-wise, where you could actually like, choose outfits and purchase outfits for it. Um, Let's Go pretty much took the cake on that one. That's the only game, the only uh, two games that I'm aware of that actually have that capability for your Pokemon. Outside sorry of to go on a side, sorry to go on a side tangent, but real quick, I'd just like to point out how f- fucking stupid I am. I'm paying attention to you, so obviously I'm not paying much attention to Pokemon Y. And I think five times at this point, I've gone back to the Pokemon Center to put something in the box and left the Pokemon Center without putting it in the box. I just wanted to say that, because I'm very dumb. Continue. Okay. So, the customization features... Mm-hmm. I really, when you interrupt, man, I really kind of lose it. Like, I, I have a role I got to kind of go with. Well, I, I, can't, I can't change the past, though. You can get back on track. Try your best. Wait, can I interrupt for a second? Just go away, Brad. I want to join this podcast. You should have gotten here at the beginning. <laughs> have you played Let's Go or Sorted Shield, Brad? Have you? Yes. I've seen the games. I've looked at them. Okay, we're, we're sort of meeting Brad. Um, <laughs> Odin, continue. <laughs> All right. Customization capabilities are always there. Something I've always wanted to do in the Pokemon games is run around in the villain's costume. And Let's Go allows you to do that. You get to run around in the Team Rocket outfit. Also, you get to have your partner Pokemon run around in the Team Rocket outfit, which is actually pretty cool to me. That hey, sounds um, like it's probably um, good um, and really cute. It, it's really cool. I love it. Um, and now... If you compare the customization features to uh, from Let's Go over to the new Sword and Shield, they're not mm-hmm. bad. Uh, Sword and Shield, obviously, you know, you, you, you purchase new items and whatnot. You, you get cool little outfit stuff. You can customize your character, but only your character. You don't get to, um, you don't get to dress up any Pokemon. And that's, yeah, that's unfortunate, but... It kind of sucks, honestly. I, I wish they would have. Ke- uh, I wish they would have continued that feature in some fashion, but they would have had to have brought over an additional feature for that to happen. And it would have been a lot of uh, modeling and a lot of a, uh, a lot of additional stuff inside of it. So yeah, and it, Sword and it, Shield it, felt a lot deeper in like the customization options for your trainer than like X and Y, Oraz, and Sun and Moon did. I was really a fan of how many options there were. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lots of really cool features and uh, bonus features and stuff too if you're even competi- uh, competing online in their um in their online battling and stuff and at the yeah. battle tower like the, that stuff's even cool too like that that was awesome I I really enjoyed that 
So there was there was multiple ways to get so many different kinds of costumes. I mean, just by simply pre-ordering the uh, new Sword and Shield DLC that's coming out for Crown, uh, for uh, you know th- those two. I don't remember both of their names. I only remember Crown Tundra. Crown Tundra, Isle of Armor. Yeah, and Isle of Armor. You, they gave you the uh, Pikachu and Eevee out uh, uh, shirt like outfit set just for simply pre-ordering it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I like the customization probably more on Sword and Shield just for the trainer. The What makes it good for me so far for how far I've gotten to the game for uh, Let's Go is the fact that you can run around in the uh, main uh, antagonist outfits, essentially. It's a, 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 trainer, a trainerized version of the antagonist outfit. Yeah. And that makes it that makes it really awesome. For me. Uh, what is uh, what else kind of views do you have for the uh, customizations? For like, customization how do you think that impacted the game. In let's go and switch customization. Um, like I said, I've never I've never really cared about it that much. But like for what's there, comparing the two, um, I think let's go's trainer customization didn't really have a lot of impact for me because I forgot that it was yeah. a thing. I forgot that you could customize your trainer in Let's Go. Oh no, I, that, that would be—that's a feature that's easily forgot uh, forgotten. It really, honestly, is because it's not—it's not prominent enough. Like you, you can change the texture mostly of the eye of your clothing, not really the official looks to it. But there is something to be said about dressing up Pikachu or Eevee. Absolutely, I do like that. It is very cool and very cute. Oh yeah. All right. And is that all you have Sword to say? Shield, from Sword and Shield, I'd say definitely the trainer customization is really good. It's the best it's ever been. But again, I don't really care that much about it. I'd say I'm more interested in the customization of your Pokemon and like putting them in cute outfits than I am about actually customizing the trainer. So I'd say I'd give it to Let's Go in this category. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I definitely do feel like that a good feature that they could have added into a Let's Go was actually being able to change like your hair color and stuff. Because they the options, how they have it set for your hair, skin, and eye color is n- abysmal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, is that is that all you got for customization aspects for uh, between Let's Go and Sword and Shield? Yep, that's about my take on the matter. All right. Next on the docket, the graphical design between the two games. Okay. Now, this is the interesting part because there are features in this game, uh, graphical features between the two games that make them both extremely beautiful. Like, extremely beautiful. And it's nice. Um, when I first picked up Let's Go Eevee and I turned it on and I got into the game, instant nostalgic feelings it i was like holy crap i'm playing the original pokemon games and these graphics are amazing this 3d modeling comparatively was super solid and pleasing to the eye it it was gorgeous i love what they did um now they did pull similar aspects to that 3d modeling across over to sword and shield um, I think they should have stuck to the air quotes similar graphical style 
way more similar graphical style from Let's Go and pulled it over to Sword and Shield because there are just some features inside of Sword and Shield that just look very bland and just like like a cut paste and like very hor like very bad texture mapping. We're not going to talk about the trees in Sword and Shield. <laughs> oh, I'll be talking about the trees. Don't worry. <laughs> They're bad. Did you know that they made a mod specifically for Sword and Shield to update the texture I'm, of the trees? I'm sure they did. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Um, but no. Graphically, for the Pokemon and the features, they're gorgeous. There's You can definitely see that in uh, Let's Go, uh, both... Uh, in the Let's Go series, that there there were a few. Um, they didn't get all of the Pokemon's models like flush in their like, their texture mapping and some of it. You can see some like uh, some model pinching and whatnot, but it's not bad. It's really good and it's pleasant to the eye. It's it, yep. it feels great, and they the the Pokemon don't really look like Play-Doh in an aspect mm-hmm. because let's be honest, some of the Pokemon in Sword and Shield have a Play-Doh-esque style texture to their look. Penguin, just because you like Play-Doh doesn't mean Pokemon should look like it. <laughs> Facts. Um, I feel like they Just did a check really it in job. with Penguin and Gingy clowning on us in the chat from time to time. I would also like to point out that just because Odin is maining the episode doesn't mean he he's the host of the show. I've nope. run episodes of Pixels, Gingy. That doesn't mean I'm the host uh, of Pixels. This is just my topic. It's something I wanted to talk about because it's been something I've been thinking about a lot this past week. Peg fired. Shut up. (laughs) Um, But no, graphically design, on a graphical design standpoint between the two games, I personally am going to have to give it to Let's Go. I really Mm -hmm. am. Sword and Shield was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It really was. But I feel like Let's Go, probably, it's probably a biased opinion because I thoroughly enjoyed Gen 1. I'm not a Gen 1-er, but I did enjoy the aesthetic of Gen 1 and how it played out. And seeing the nostalgic view of Gen 1 being brought to 3D model and it Mm -hmm. done so gorgeously made me happy inside. And that, that is what I look for in a game. If I can feel it inside and it makes me happy... That's a good game. It's 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 a good game for more than just its gameplay. It's graphical design too. Sometimes you know you don't even need it to be like super three D model. You could have like a beautifully done eight uh, bit designed game. It's beautiful. How does it make you feel inside though? I so. my two cents on the graphical comparison. I've said this since day one. I'm sure I've said this on the podcast before. I saw, first time I saw Sword and Shield, one of the first things I said, this doesn't even look as good as Let's Go. Because <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, and the worst part about it was, when I, yeah. when I first saw that Let's Go was a thing, my first thought was, wow, this is dumb and really stupid. And then I learned about the mechanics of the game. Not by playing, but by people talking to me about them and then kind of seeing like little clips and videos of it. Like, this is stupid. This looks dumb. But let me tell you, when you personally step into the game and you get to control where you're going 
and what you can look at for a certain amount of time, you begin to get these feelings inside. And it's wondrous. It seriously is. You're, you're just, you get to see the world in like a new light. And if you've ever played any of the Gen 1 games and you appreciated even it, appreciated it even in the slightest, you will appreciate what they've done in Let's Go. You seriously will. A thousand percent. But Definitely. Yeah. And I feel bad that I judged Let's Go so poorly before I even stepped foot into the game. Because now I feel like a monster. Because <laughs> this game is gorgeous and plays very well. There's a few things in there that, I, that we're going to get to that I want to talk about that I feel like they could have changed or made not possible or could have made possible. But that's, that's basically a wish list of every uh, Pokemon player out there. It's, it's, there's always those wish lists. So the main thing about the graphics for me was like, Let's Go looked great. Like, even yeah. when I was still a detractor of Let's Go, before I was a fan of the game as a concept, I still uh-huh. thought it looked great. Like, it, it was a nice graphics. Yeah. And with Sword and Shield, I'm like, this, you, you could downscale this, like, 1%, and it looks like a 3DS game. It's not that good. Yeah. Yeah, no. It, it's seriously just like that. You're, you're almost stepping in to the X and Y's to like the X and Y era. I feel like Sun and Moon was probably designed a little bit better uh, in an yeah. aspect. Oraz was designed, I feel like, better than Sword and Shield. That's just I, me, though. I agree. I love Oraz. I like Oraz more than I like Sword and Shield. Oraz, I've always said, fixes all of pretty much all of my problems with Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. Yeah, and is Oraz just a good made game. Me, Oraz made me happy. I'm a huge Gen 3 fan. It'll always stand that way. I'm a huge Gen 3 fan. It's the opposite case for me where I despise Gen 3, but Oraz is just fixes all the problems I have with it, makes it a lot better, and makes it good. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's it's good. But you go ahead and continue, man. I didn't mean to interrupt. I don't want to be rude. No, you're good. You're good. I interrupt all the time. So fair enough. Um, (laughs) So yeah, basically, I give Let's Go the graphic. Um, category hook, line, and sinker because Absolutely. ever since ever since Sword and Shield came out, I'm like these graphics are dumb. Why is this game? Why? What is Sword and Shield? They need to Pokemon just needs to stop pumping out a game every year is what it boils down to. Just to get in my Sword and Shield rant for a minute, they just Go for it. that's what this is. There's nothing in that game that warrants cutting out half the Pokemon. Because the way they phrased it, they're like, oh, we cut out the Pokemon so we can make the game better. There's nothing in this game that I'm like, yeah, that warranted cutting out half the Pokemon to include. You're in, in an aspect, you're correct. The, they wanted to improve on the quality of gameplay, not the quantity. And what I found, I'm not complaining about their approach to it, but I found it interesting that their reasoning for cutting out the Pokemon and then producing 200 more Pokemon into the game through DLC, which you don't need the DLC to get, but bringing those additional Pokemon in through a DLC is what made it really mind-boggling to me because now what you said for wanting to produce quality, not quantity, is kind of going back 
and being like, so we were originally going to give you uh, quantity as well, but we wanted to make you think that we were going to improve the design of the game by cutting out Pokemon, but we're going to give you these Pokemon back anyways, slowly throughout the course of like a year or so. Yeah, nothing was worth what they did. Not, it, I thought I'm, when I, I was like, they're going to make this game good. They're going to like maybe try a little on the graphics. They're going to make the yeah. story good. They're going to do uh-huh. something. And they did not. No, no, they didn't. They, it, it, the, this, uh, it's good. It's about to uh, have a train in the background. My apologies. This sucks living next to a train track. Um, know you live next to a train. Yep. For all you know, I live on a train. <laughs> um, True. But no, they, um, I just, I bought the DLCs for Sword and Shield because of it. Because uh, I wanted the Pokemon from it. And because that's who I am. I buy DLCs. That's that's just me as an individual. So, but no, I, if you're going to produce a game and you're going to state a reason of uh having Pokemon, not having certain Pokemon in there for a specific reason, don't, don't come back later and be like, okay, now we're going to add them in because now we're going to give you quantity. Yeah, you should have done that in the first place because there was nothing in the game that warranted taking them out. Like, let's go. They did it right. There was a Gen 1 series, but they made it possible for you to get certain Alolan forms of the Kanto Pokemon through trading NPCs and Poke Centers. Not a DLC purchase. Hey, now you can get these Pokemon in your game. But they went about it in a different manner. And I feel like I feel like Nintendo should have stuck to that kind of that similar premise without the NPC mm-hmm. trading aspect of it. Like, if you're gonna make a game and you're gonna give us a reason why you're cutting Pokemon out, stick to it. Yeah. And again, it's just because the game was rushed and they need to I don't think yeah. Pokemon would lose that much revenue if they made a game every two years instead of every year. I don't no, think it would I be that detrimental. No, I think they do just fine. Especially now with the fact that there's a Nintendo Switch and having DLC capabilities. Dude, they could make a they could make a uh, minimalistic game for Pokemon if they really wanted to. And they could piece out DLCs for like generations for like Pokemon. That all right? So we went through this. You oh did God, the game no. story with this. Oh God! Why are you pitching this? This is a horrible future. <laughs> it's it's. I think I think it's still really good. I I think it's not bad. It's something that they could probably do if they really really wanted to. I don't want to pay one hundred twenty dollars for my full Pokemon experience instead of sixty all the time. Yeah, that's that's horrible. That's Game Freak, if if you've ever listened to every, anything we say, don't listen to that one. Don't don't do that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, no, it's it. There's just things that they could have done in it that would have made it like ten times better. Oh, hundred percent. All right, so we've we've been going on the graphics for a while. We were kind of going categories here. So what's the next category? Well, no, that's that's perfect. Graphical, yeah. So the next yeah. category is remake changes and features. Well, that only applies to Let's Go if you're talking about remakes. Remake, uh, remake changes from uh, from Let's Go, yes, and then the features across the uh, Let's Go to uh, Sword and Shield. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's all tied together. So remake changes, um, there's a few. Um, I like the aspect of how you use your, uh, how you use the, uh, the, the, the HMs. Now it's, it's, a, it's taught to your EV as a, like a special technique, not a, uh, not like a move set to be learned and takes up a move slot, which is amazing. I think it's pretty I think cool. They, I think they did right by there and you don't even have to have the gym badge to use it. You come across it, you got it. Um, I feel like the uh, the changes for uh, Pokemon encountering was really good um, for where you could find a run into certain Pokemon, being able to catch the starters for Kanto out, out in the wild, let alone. Like I said, I, I uh, shiny hunted a shiny Charmander for like two hours in Rock Tunnel. That was yeah, awesome. it's nice. It was always kind of weirdly implied that the starters were, like, near extinct, and I'm glad they've kind of thrown that away for Let's Go. Yeah. Because I, I never liked that. I'm like, I don't like that these Pokemon are, like, almost completely gone to the point where you can, can't find them anywhere besides the one you have. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I feel like they could have done, like, a, uh, a few special things for uh, Let's Go uh, for, for, like, remake changes, where being able to make like fossil pokemon in certain areas like rare like uh like rare spawn we're talking like not spawning up until like you have like a uh catch combo of like 20 plus that's another thing catch combos in this game is really cool i really really love that feature in this game um the the whole catching mechanic for pokemon and uh I thought it was really dumb in the beginning, but when uh, you really dive into it, it really puts the player in a perspective of being more physically involved with the game than just sitting there on your butt with your thumb. Jinji, we'll get the there. We're going in categories. He's talking about Pokemon yeah. Go integration and Melmetal, and I'm like, I have there. categories, Jinji. Don't rush <laughs> us. Don't worry. I got this. And that's actually part of the features. So, but yeah, no, the, I think the Pokemon, like the capturing integration was really awesome. And I'm going to be honest with you. I, I kind of wish that could have been an option in sword and shield to a point. Like you would have had the option to do that. Like if you I, were playing, go for it. Let's go capture wise. That's still my biggest problem with the game because I love, the motion control capturing it's fun it makes me feel it gives me a sense of like childlike happiness to actually like feel like i'm throwing pokeballs at pokemon yeah that's awesome. but my one my one problem is that by taking away the ability to fight wild pokemon you take away the ability to level up without having to catch a bunch of pokemon that you don't need well yes but this is this was my original problem, Riley. This was my original problem with the game. Why I thought that it was bad, and I'll, I'm gonna get I'm gonna tell you why I've changed my mind entirely. Okay, um, so yeah, you don't get to fight wild Pokemon per se anymore, unless it's like a a static like legendary Pokemon that you have to fight, and then you can start trying to capture it afterwards. That part's cool. But the amount of XP that you gain by 
chain capturing is outrageous. The candies that you get from that to increase the power of the Pokemon, which is a great feature, by the way, which I really love the fact that they brought that over from Pokemon Go, that mobile app game that is, I, I, is it still super hella relevant i mean i know a lot of people play it but i mean it's not as i don't know if it's like super popular i don't have all the facts on that it is indeed <laughs> all right well that feature that they brought over for the candies and the catch method from pokemon go is actually really good i love it uh, I, I don't know if i'm a fan you. of the candies and the catch combos just because it makes it really easy to just cheat through the game it's, like, it makes see, it extremely easy to just destroy everything. It feels like cheating because it's made it easier. But this has also made it so where... I feel like Let's Go is, like, a very casual Pokemon playing game. I mean, the amount of features that they put into this game is nuts. Shinies are a lot easier to come across just by simply um, chain catching without even having a shiny charm. I think our resident, not on this episode, Gingy, has something to say. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Odin, are you you good if I interject on that comment with Let's Go? Go for it. Uh, uh, Game Freak has uh, said in various of interviews, Let's Go was designed for the casual Pokemon player. I understand that. But, like, you know, I've I've been... singing Let's Go's praises this whole time. My main thing is that there is no, almost no semblance of difficulty. You can give yourself a semblance of difficulty by not using all these crazy features that they give you, but they're there. And I really wish, here's how they can make Let's Go probably literally the best game. It's one feature, and it's a feature they've used before, but only once. Difficulty settings. This is the that is the way that Let's Go would become literally the best game in the series if there was a hard mode challenge mode like in Black and White Two. Damn it! You beat me to the punch. I was just about to make that comment. Yeah, that's that would make Let's that would fix all of my problems with Let's Go. I wish it had a challenge mode, had a hard mode. I mean, that would have been really cool to be honest with you. I think that would have been really cool, like be able to do a playthrough of it in like a challenging or like a harder a harder mode. Or be able to like run through the game again, like after you beat the Elite Four, be able to go back, set your difficulty, and you're gonna hate. I don't me even for think this. it should be hidden behind beating it. I think you I should be, be able to. I I don't. You're right. I don't think it should be able to be hidden behind beating it. But I feel like you should be able to, um, after you beat the game, change the difficulty level, and then be able to like act like it's a whole like a whole new run through, but still keeping all the Pokemon you had before and just and like have it be like a uh, more expert level where the gym, the, uh, the gym leaders are more uh, technical in the stuff they do. The trainers are a lot more difficult that they're actually using like higher tier, like move sets and stuff like that. Or like, you know, that would have been really cool. Well, if they were going to do a whole different campaign, this is like the Let's Go Dreams here. If they were going to do like a whole second campaign where your Pokemon fight against stronger opponents after beating it, they should have just put Johto in the game. And then Johto's like the post-game harder thing. Yeah. Sort of the reverse of how the actual Johto games work, where you would go through Johto and then like you'd go to Kanto and it'd be like a harder campaign. It'd be like the reverse of that. Yeah. Um... Like, outside of, like, crazy dreams, like, I think just, like, flicking a switch and being able to, like, you know, like, 
catch combos don't give you as much experience anymore and yeah. the candies don't do as much stuff and the levels are higher. That would so, be good. So here comes my next point for the features. Okay. Go my ahead. biggest feature, and I've talked about this across multiple different podcasts for uh, that we've all done, is walking around with a Pokemon of your choosing to create a oh, dynamic. Oh, man, it's so good. I love it. Why do they put walking, this out of games? Yep, hold on, hold on. Walking around with a specific Pokemon that you want to, that is in your party, promotes an in-game dynamic on multiple levels and appeases multiple kinds of people. Okay, because mm -hmm. being able to do this and walk around with a specific Pokemon allows you to kind of create some somewhat of like a your own semi storyline or background. Like I'm a I'm a rogue individual, and you know I've lived a rough life, and all my Pokemon are super aggressive looking, and they're scary and intimidating looking. So anyone who comes up to you and talks to you. You know, they, they get that intimidation factor because the Pokemon, your your partner Pokemon that you have out is, you know, intimidating looking or really cute. And they, you know, they you you create a dynamic, a huge dynamic in the game. And the fact that Sword and Shield, having those 3D models of those Pokemon walking around just like they do in Let's Go and not implementing a factor of being able to walk around with a Pokemon that is in your party was bad on their end. The fact that they didn't even try. In so no, to their credit, in Sun and Moon, they literally tried to make that happen. In the game, there are walking animations for every Pokemon hidden in the coding, but they yep. just didn't have the appropriate hardware to m implement it all, so it ended up going unused. But in Sword and Shield, they didn't even try. Yeah. Or at least Let's there's no semblance of them trying. Let's yeah. go they did it. But they and when they did it on Let's Go, I'm sure it got so many people hyped. I'm sure they're like, oh my god, this is so cool. They brought back walking around with the Pokemon in your party. What are they gonna do for the next generation? Now if they have the capabilities of the software for Switch. Next generation comes around, sword and shield. Guess what? They removed nothing. It. Not even a, not even a hint of trying. But they put the 3D sprites out there. Next. The, let's talk about oh the my 3D god. sprites. Oh my god. Odin. Odin. Yeah? The sprites were already in the game. There are overworld encounters. What were you thinking? <laughs> yep. Now, there's a simple feature that I think they should have re-implemented into Sword and Shield like they did in Let's Go. The shiny feature for seeing for overworld sprites. Now, imagine yourself, okay? Imagine yourself playing Pokemon Sword and Shield, running around out in the wild area or just regular anywhere, okay? And you see a Pokemon just, you know, run, running around in the grass. Yep. I'm imagining and it's a it. shiny. Whoa. You're like, holy shit. That's a shiny Pokemon. There's all these other of the same Pokemon running around, but there's this one shiny Pokemon right there. That yeah, that's... That itself would have upped Sword and Shield to like such a degree and made shiny hunting even better. I, I like part of the mechanics for their shinies now. Like I, I like it, but the fact that they don't include the overworld sprites for shiny Pokemon makes me angry. And that's understandable. That makes because me angry because I think it's stupid they had too. That they had that capability. They did it in Let's Go. 
Why they not? They were already like that? in the game. They it's were already, already overworld the models. They're already in the game. Exactly. It's the the these features that go back and forth between sword between uh the sword and shield and the Let's Go series that they could have re-implemented that wouldn't have actually taken probably that much. Yeah, okay, it might have taken a little bit longer to push the game out, but imagine what the fans would have been like. I know that like Nintendo gets crazy requests like why don't why not make a game where you can run through all the regions? That's preposterous. That would that game would be so huge and not so much to download. preposterous, but harder to make than your average Pokemon be, game. They could do it. Hard. It would be a lot harder to make and would make all the other Pokemon games obsolete in some fashion. <sighs> because now you get to run through all the regions and collect all the Pokemon in that one game where, yes, it would be awesome and a dream. It would make the other revenue for the other Pokemon games pointless. Even having them transferring and moving Pokemon up would be pointless. They don't even make revenue anymore from anything before the 3DS. Yeah, it, it, but the hype for them, the val, the value of those games would drop because they wouldn't be in such high demand except for the collectors. I guess. Yeah, but no, I just that those features, those little features that they do in games, in new games, and then when the next generation comes out, and then they don't put them in there, you're like, why? What was the point of giving us these features and then not deciding to completely implement them? You have the models. You have the functionality. You These Pokemon obviously already in-game run around and walk around because of their models. It wouldn't be that right. bad. It's, it's not that hard. You just, no. have to, you just have to implement a follow mechanic. All you have to do. And just implement that same follow mechanic from, uh, from Let's Go to a degree. To a degree, because I'll be honest with you, um, having a Charizard um, out with you and just flying around on it, okay, that would be badass. I can't even complain. It is badass. <laughs> but there's there's mechanics there that they could have done, they could have implemented. So that's kind of the good and the bad also, which is a partial a bit of the other topics there. We're, I'm kind of implementing, you know, I'm kind of implementing all that together with it. Now, what are some of the features that you liked or that you feel like they should have brought over? So, yeah, walking with Pokemon is the main big one. Like, the fact that they... I didn't even realize, it didn't even click in my brain that the models in Sword and Shield already exist. It would also not be unplayable and trash, Gingy, if you're talking about the all-region game, you insane person. Um, anyway. Yeah, keep going. Um, so, yeah, walking with Pokemon, the model's already in the damn game, why, how would it be, Gingy, Gingy, unmute yourself, get in here, <laughs> I'm pissed at you now, get in here. Oh, check your sodium levels, what's up? T t tell ahead, tell me ahead, how Gingy, a, a Pokemon game with all the regions would be unplayable. I'm sure the viewer, I'm sure the listeners wouldn't mind. <clears throat> well... For one, you made a good comment. You would essentially be making every other game completely obsolete and pointless. That's not what we're yeah. talking about. We're talking about how you're saying it would be unplayable is the main grievance I have. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. It would make everything else completely obsolete. And just that it would be too big of a game. It would be absolutely too massive to to properly handle. And even then, I'm trying to remember. I think it was uh, Junucci who said it. The one one of the main Pokemon heads had said they have gotten so many letters of you know Pokemon fans asking why can't you put all regions in one game, and he had. And I'll, I'll find the quote for you, and I'll post it. But he had blatantly oh, no, I remember it. that they they take the letters and they read them out to the development team so they can all openly laugh and mock. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, the game they don't have time to make and would be hard to make. But I'm just the main claim that you just made that I have a problem with is that you said if the game were to exist, if they were to make it, how would it be horrible? How would it be unplayable? The the, the uh. An entire generation game wouldn't be unplayable. They could do it. It, it. it would take a long time to run through the game in an aspect. It would be a very in-depth, grindy playthrough of a game. Um, it well, yeah, I never said it wasn't, it wasn't impossible. I mean, theoretically, yes, it is possible that you could make a game with all the regions. It's, it, it wouldn't no. be unplayable, though. It would make the other games feel like they'd be pointless to even attempt to play. Because you have this one so. massive generation game. Well, I mean, because, unless you're playing... Because, if you're, it's situational. Here's my example to refute that. We don't need to get into this tangent all day, because it's not the main topic. We, we could probably do a whole topic about this at some point, but not right now. <laughs> last, yeah. last tangent. Um, my main point is... Look at gold, silver, and crystal. Okay. Kanto is in that game. Completely there. You can go to Kanto. You can go fight Kanto gym leaders. Have a good time in Kanto. That doesn't make Gen 1 obsolete. Just because you can go to Kanto in gold and silver. It's the same principle, but on a larger scale. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the... There, there's a level to it though that's it's it's not it, it doesn't make them obsolete but to a person who doesn't want to have to go out and search for those older games to try to move Pokemon up through the generations that is what would make the other games being pointless outside of the collectors or the people who want to play them for like streams or nostalgic reasons yeah but um okay so enough about that. The, 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 tune in next week because that's like probably the best topic idea we've had in a while. Probably I want to try to get a really good one. Yeah, hopefully next week if I can get. I want yeah. more than just me and Odin here for it though. I want to get Gingy in here. I want to get like yeah, uh, Colo or Penguin or Brad. Probably not all of them because I've only done that successfully once and it was a shit show. But yeah. a good amount of them. Now I do have. Uh, this is the this is the last portion of the of the topic before I go into the final two that are important, mm-hmm. like probably the most important ones that, in my opinion, too. Um, improvements, possible improvements that they could have done for Let's Go or for possible Let's Go versions. What could they improve? They could improve. I think it wouldn't be that hard, and it would be beneficial to. Just add battling to the wild Pokemon. You can keep the catch mechanic, but you just battle them and you weaken them. And then when you go to throw the Pokeball, it goes into the go mechanics of throwing the Pokeball. So I feel like that's not a bad idea, but it takes away from the the go factor, in my opinion. It really does. 
because I don't care about the Go factor. I thought you could. But I, you're, I'm you're mad that you correct. can't weaken Pokemon in Go. When Go came out, I said that too. I'm like, I want to be able to fight wild Pokemon and weaken them and then catch them because that's part of the appeal. I'm, I'm, I'm actually. Yeah, I'm exactly, kind of, Val. How it works for the legendaries, but for all the Pokemon, pretty much is what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that factor, but I feel, I feel like the reason why Poke, why Nintendo didn't do that, the Pokemon company didn't do that for Let's Go, was because it would have made the game not as casual of a base game. And the the Let's Go series is meant for the casual players. Like, all right, cool, I'm going to encounter stuff, and I'm going to gain experience. Whether I catch it or not, oh, whether I catch uh, like if I catch it or if I'm battling it, you know. But yeah. it's um, I definitely feel like the approach that they took for catching the Pokemon and not battling wild Pokemon is totally fine. It's okay. It it's it's all right. It's it's not a great feature, but it's it's perfect for what they've developed. Um, mm-hmm. I do think that something they could improve for possible let's go versions is um you know how you can get a second ghost trainer like a secondary trainer to run around with you these two these these 2v1 trainer battles take them out just make them double battles take just no i i i don't i i don't like the double i don't like the double trainer feature because it does make the game easy now I'm a hypocrite because I still use that feature from time to time. No, because here's what here's it's fun. what you do. The co-op is really cool. You know, people play with their kids, people play with their friends. It's really fun. Yeah. Just make every battle a double battle. Like the trainers also have more than one Pokemon. Just make it a double battle. Yeah. Like like Pokemon Coliseum. You fight one trainer, but every battle's a double battle because that's how the game worked. Do the same thing in Let's Go in co-op mode. If a Poke- if a trainer only has one Pokemon, just give him another one. Yeah. <laughs> and most trainers have more than one Pokemon anyway. So just make everything a double battle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I feel like the, the secondary trainer needs to go away or at least shouldn't be able to help you out in a battle unless... Um, like I just said, I, it doesn't have to go away. Just make it things yeah. double battles. Yeah, so that's, that's the even. only. Yeah, exactly. But um, the uh, let's see here. The uh, next possible improvement: there are certain Pokemon in this game that you can't get specific candies for. Um, one of the features being legendaries or the fossil Pokemon, anything like that that you get up there that you can't have those random encounters with. Kind of going back on what I was talking about before. Um, I think fossil Pokemon should be not only can you bring them back from fossils, but have them be once you unlock them, have them be possible rare encounters somewhere out in the wild, or even end game mm-hmm. uh, rare encounters. You know, like post game rare encounters. That would been that would be great. Um, being able to farm out uh, legendary uh, candies would also be to be awesome. I think that'd be really cool. Um, what kind of what kind of improve? What other improvements do you think they could make for the Let's Go versions? Um, I mean, I I have two main problems with Let's Go. Those are my only two problems, and they're the reason I hated on it before, and I still have those problems now. But it's just the good stuff overtakes them. The battles yeah. which we just talked about, the wild Pokemon battles. I want to be able to fight the wild Pokemon. 
Yep. And the gym entrance requirements piss I me think, off. I think they're dumb, but I also feel like they're they're pretty pretty solid. I think they're extremely stupid. I hate them. I'm not a baby. I know what I need for a gym or what I don't need for a gym. Yeah, but not for some people though. Also, for like kids, like my nine year old has no idea how to play a Pokemon game or what to do. So, hey, let's go hey. is a very good game for him to start out on. It allows hey. him to interact with the game and kind of learn the basic mechanics of Pokemon. Hey, Odin, have you ever heard of this thing called um, trial and error? Yeah, but because that's how have... it's supposed to work. You're right, but they're making it a little bit different for people, too. Again, casual player base. Not the, These games weren't for like the diehard, hardcore players. They were meant for the casual players, people who may or may not have ever played Pokemon before, who have no idea. Or A game should still wanna... have some sort of challenge. Like, Yoshi... The, here's a weird example, because it's nothing to do with Pokemon, but Yoshi's Island is obviously a game made for children. The art style is like literally crayons it's obviously a game made for children but it's still challenging it still has challenge as opposed to let's go that just gives you every opportunity to just breathe through the game with no how many here's here you go how many kids do you think are going to be able to uh throw the pokeball accurately at a pokemon that's moving around while you're trying what and trying to get it uh trying to get it caught how many people how many kids do you think are going to be able to do that Oh, yeah, that's a challenge factor, but I'd rather the challenge be in, you know, the actual battles, which are supposed to be, like, the thing you do in the game, rather than trying to throw balls at Pokemon. But hold on, though. For someone who has never played Pokemon or is a super casual player, I can't tell you how many people I've come across who, like, said, yeah, I love Pokemon, and don't know their type matchups. You have to look at it Yeah, but there are NPCs who can tell you that in the game without them forcing it. But they don't tell you all the type matchups. Have you ever noticed that? They leave out certain special ones and stuff. These are things that you have to trial and error, things that you find out on your own. The game's not going to tell you everything. We've always had Mitch, the guy in the sunglasses, who sits in the gym and is like, hey there, trainer, this is a water-type gym. Make sure you bring your grass and electrics. But he isn't like, hey there, trainer, if you don't have a grass or electric type, you can't come in. Go home. (sighs) <sighs> go home <laughs> point being is that just because the fact that you feel like that the that the difficulty factor doesn't match your skill doesn't mean that they didn't put some kind of difficulty factor for people who are either brand new to the game that's not what i mean it's just nothing to do played. with my skill i don't care if it's easy for me there are games that are easy for me that i can see the challenge in there but is, let's go there no, it has it has the catching challenge. You said that. The, but I feel like in Pokemon, the challenge should be in the battles. We're going to move past this because you're not going to understand any bit of this that I'm what I'm saying. No, I you, understand you're, what you're no, saying, Odin. You're, you're, I know. You not, but what I'm saying is it kind of sucks in a Pokemon game when there's almost no challenge in the battles because the battles are like the crux of the game. You are not. it's an RPG. Fully, you do battles. You you're not, get experience, you know? If is your issue it's that it's, not, it's Pokemon? It, is your issue that there isn't challenges, or is that it's not challenging enough, or that you feel like it's not challenging enough? No, 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 no. My my issue with the game is that there's no challenge specifically in the battles. 
That is okay. my issue. So now, are you looking at this subjectively, or are you looking at this based on your current knowledge and taking that knowledge and spreading it across the entire planet of people who are mixed between who have a lot of knowledge, have some knowledge, and no knowledge of the game and its mechanics. Well, yeah, obviously, like anybody who plays a Pokemon game for the first time, regardless of if it's Let's Go or not, is going to have trouble with battles at first. Eight, they don't know how to so work. That's the challenge factor that Nintendo was trying to approach. That they were trying to get people who don't play Pokemon or haven't played Pokemon the opportunity to give it a shot in a different form or fashion that gives them the possibility of being a little bit more engaging in the game while still producing a challenge for them to learn to overcome and understand the game's functionality without being it set into a hardcore more challenging battle mode that does not cater to the casual player base that they were trying to reach out to so i'm sorry but i'm going to call you out and be like you're not being subjective to their challenge level that they were being and i'm going to stand firm to that and that's your opinion, but I say that, like, you know, any other Pokemon game, to turn to an example, obviously, yeah, it has that challenge of figuring out how the battles work. But then even when you do figure out how the battles work, there's still, like, some sort of challenge. Like, now that you know how to do this, okay, here's this thing in front of you that's hard to beat. How do you beat it? And then you figure that out, and that's what the challenge is. And Pokemon has its own challenge curve. There's not really a whole lot of challenge to be there which is why we were talking about giving it a difficulty level to increase that possible that possibility to increase the challenge exactly like i said if they added that feature that would fix the problem but the game itself is its challenge level is set perfectly for the casual players who have little to no or some experience with pokemon at all but the thing is, just like the way kids are treated now versus the way kids were treated previously, Not all kids are that every same Pokemon way game, except for maybe Sword and Shield, because they specifically said it because they made Let's Go, every Pokemon game is designed with the, with the factor in mind that this might be somebody who's playing its first Pokemon game. Yeah. Every single one. But also... Except for maybe like... Sword and Shield and Black and White too. Those are the only exceptions. Not to hate on um, anybody out there in the world, but to be fair, people today are really stupid. Amen, brother. Things that you feel like people would have common sense on or knowledge of how things work once they do it, they don't always get it. So now you have to look at it at that level. I feel like... You, you there? You still good? I'm here now. Yep, I had to fix something. Okay. You're good. So... On the level there, Nintendo, I feel like they played a troll move and were like, we know Americans and everyone else are probably the most dumb people on the planet. So we're going to make this game as easy as possible while still producing some kind of challenge for everyone. Whether it be a good challenge or a poor challenge, they did it. I feel like a lot of the challenge level to this game was a joke done by Nintendo. But it's still a good game nonetheless. Can I can can you Definitely. hear me? Yeah, okay, I can yeah. hear you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do we have, yeah, no. do we have I, more categories? I, I don't. Yeah, there's there's um. This is this is the last two right here. Okay. How much All longer right. are we gonna be here? We're we're already deep into the weeds. 
it's fine. It's okay. You're, you're good. You want this to be a good episode? We got it. <laughs> All right. Now, there have been a lot of rumors circulating the internet about additional let's go video games now I we all know that we that all know happens. that we all know that nintendo is pretty notorious for making remakes of previous generations for video games and a next gen remake that they haven't done yet and if going by order has been gen 4 they have been talking about and there's highly rumored that they're going to remake diamond and pearl but in a Let's Go series. If there is okay. not a Let's Go Badoof, I will start a fucking riot. Riley, why do you keep leaving? Because I keep disconnecting, Odin. I'm not leaving on purpose. I have to fix my connection. Oh, got you. All right. Um, but yeah, no. I feel like that uh, if they brought out Diamond and Pearl Let's Go, I'd love it. I'd love it a lot. I think that'd be amazing. Uh, I, I'd play it. You see. I'd play it. I would probably like it in its own right, but I would also be extremely upset because okay. remakes in their normal style have always been a real tree in the Pokemon world. And I want to be able to experience the game I played before without any like huge significant mechanic changes in a more like gra graphically pleasing way with 3D models. But I don't want every, all the mechanics to change. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But I think I think either way, the remakes for Diamond and Pearl, whether they did it in the standard RPG style Pokemon game that we all know and love, or if they did it in Let's Go, it would still be sold. It would make a lot of money still, and people would still play it regardless of their bitching and moaning and gro and groaning about it. I mean. That's the story of our lives because every Pokemon fan has to play every Pokemon game because they're in the environment that pretty much forces them to do so as like a deep Pokemon fan. There were yeah. a lot of Pokemon fans who didn't want to play Sword and Shield, me included, but their circles pressured them into it and they might have enjoyed <laughs> it more than they thought, but it still wasn't great. Yeah. But here's, here's the nightmare scenario with Let's Go. Here's what I'm expecting to happen, because I guess I have no faith in Game Freak. So, knowing all this information about the features and stuff that they brought out in these next-gen console Pokemon games, the Let's Go series, the Sword and Shield, any of the DLCs and stuff, how is that going to affect Nintendo and the Pokemon company in a whole, at like as a whole? Hold on, one consumer? second, because I was, I was going to say something before everything went to shit and it all broke. Go for it. Um, the nightmare scenario of Let's Go. And what I expect to happen also, I have a sneaking suspicion that this will be what occurs, is that they basically just restart the remake cycle. And we don't get another Diamond, we don't get a Diamond Pearl remake for like two to four more generations because they just go down oh. the line because we got Let's oh. Go Kanto. And then, you know, we're going to get Let's Go Johto and then Let's Go Hoenn. And then let's go Sinnoh. Oh, man. Oh, wow. That would be rough. That would be rough. I mean, I'd play them, but that would be rough. That's actually, that goes in, that goes in part of the uh, future as a whole in developments, actually. What I was talking about, like, knowing all this information and with, like, Let's Go and the uh, Sword and Shield for these next-gen console games, 
Uh, how do we think that's going to affect Pokemon Company and Nintendo as a whole for future possible developments and uh, the consumer's expectations? I think if Let's Go sold well enough to their expectations that they want to make Lord Let's Go, yeah. I do think I do expect them to just restart the remake cycle and just do them all as Let's Go games. So it's... I expect the next remake, quote unquote, we get is going to be either you know like let's go meryl and let's go togepi or more likely let's go pikachu and eevee 2 where it's just johto hmm that is that is an interesting look at that actually let's go meryl let's go togepi that would be is that i like thought of early... the scenario in which is they changed the let's go Pokemon every generation <laughs> is that like an early call out there for you yeah, let's go, let's go, Meryl, let's go, Togo. I think we talked about this in episode two, where like we were like, if they made a let's go of each generation, which Pokemon would they choose if they did different Pokemon? That'd be nuts. Like, let's go, Meryl, and let's go, Togepi is pretty obvious for Johto. Um, there were a couple more that were a little more obvious, but I don't remember them because it's been a long yeah. It's been a while. Fair enough. My thoughts is that they're going to get. I feel like Nintendo and Pokemon Company as a whole, they're going to keep pushing out. They're definitely going to keep pushing out like new Pokemon Generation remakes. I think for their remakes, definitely for like games for like past generations, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to do full on like RPG style games anymore. I, I do honestly feel like they're just going to do let's go versions of them because they, they create a sense of ease in some fashion. Because they're like, all right, we're gonna just create this Let's Go series where we're re, where we're remaking the older generations, but still kind of keeping with that casual like background where they'd be like, all right, we have these other iterations. They're not mandatory for you to play, but they are ways for you to get you know Pokemon from those generations and move them over to, to like other like actual RPG style Pokemon games. All right, look, I'm just gonna say this. So, um, I forgot. Oh, okay, I got it. I got it. It's back now. Um, you, during the Sword and Shield development cycle, people were rioting, like, on Twitter, on the internet in general, about, you know, the national decks, the graphics, everything else. You remember how bad that was? Yeah. It will be multiple times worse if we get a Gen 4 remake and it's a Let's Go game. It will be a hellfire on the internet because Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum are some of the best remembered in the franchise and they are yep. remembered very fondly for their difficulty. Platinum is considered one of the hardest games in the series, but it's hard in like a good way that it's challenging and people like it. If we get Diamond and Pearl remake, and it's just as easy as Let's Go was, and it was a Let's Go style game, the internet will explode. <laughs> I feel like you're probably right on that one. I would not be surprised if people actually like rioted outside of Game Freak HQ for real. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I feel like um I feel like for feature wise, for expectations from the consumers, um, I feel like if Nintendo is going to incorporate a certain feature that is possible to be done in like the RPG style games with how they're doing the, the actual like out the overworld models and being able to see them out in the wild. They need to, they need to share that same feature, that same let's go feature to those games to help create that dynamic for the people playing the game, because that's just something to make them 
be a little bit more immersive and a little bit more like deep into the game when you can create that dynamic between you and your playthrough. Yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe even having some kind of like alternate, uh, like some kind of, I'm not like asking them to go like in depth, like to like make it go deep into it, but like based on the kind of partner Pokemon you have out reactions and conversations are only slightly wording can be slightly different or like let's say you have a cute pokemon you know and you're talking to somebody like oh you know you got a cute pokemon you you probably aren't that tough as opposed to i got this badass looking pokemon that's intimidating looking wow you must be a really strong trainer because i'm getting some crazy vibes from you yeah you know like little like little features like that create an immersive experience for a whole new game dynamic for the player would that's that would be awesome that sounds like a lot of work actually now that i'm thinking about it but it would be a cool thing to uh, that would be an expectation that i feel like might come across at some point in time from people um i am definitely about in-game immersion and if you start doing if you start doing one thing you need to keep doing it because if it works it works and if it's in high demand and it's something that you've already been able to do keep doing it please Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much my rant about uh this recall review for Let's Go uh as opposed to Sword and Shield and how uh that new generation is. You know? There's so lots guess, of lots of good and lots of bad. So I guess to um round us out, we gotta make the choice. Pokemon on Switch. For the new player getting a switch, and they're like, "Oh boy, you want? I want to get a Pokemon game. Which one do you think they should get? Sword and Shield or Let's Go?" Hmm. Well, I guess it really depends on um, really depends on what you're looking to get out of the Pokemon game. If you're looking to just kind of play casually and enjoy a little bit of fun, I think you should go Let's Go. I really should. I really do. If you're looking to delve deep into like anything pokemon for as deep as sword and shield does get should probably go sword and shield but to me I let's think... go takes the cake mm-hmm. i think let's go takes the cake for me too the only circumstance in which you should choose sword and shield is you are not playing it to have fun you just want to play a game that is hard and you don't care if it's actually fun or if it's actually gratifying in any way. If you want to have fun and play a Pokemon game and you're willing to kind of just put your desire for difficulty aside, 100% let's go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and I like, I maybe, I, like for a person like me, if you struggle with like uh, maintaining playing multiple games and like you, you kind of find yourself being trapped and you only be able to focus and play one game because if you feel like you don't play it, you'll lose it. Like, you'll lose any kind of progress you could have made, but you don't want to put the time and the effort into, like, another game that also is really grindy and crazy. If you don't spend, like, countless hours on, you get nowhere. I feel like Let's Go for the Switch is a very good pastime casual game to play. That if you struggle with playing multiple games at once, you should probably play Let's Go and then have your other games that you play more hardcore. Yeah. All right, so this has been a really good topic. Now, Ginger, you're in the chat. You want to do your favorite part of the episode or what? Since I'm here, I'm suppose I could. 
Yay. All right, now let's get to Jinji's favorite part of the episode. But first, I have an announcement to make, which I didn't warn him of in advance, so he might get a little upset. Now, <laughs> when talking to other co-hosts, I have been told that perhaps they do not prefer the more current method of Pokemon of the episode. So since we literally put a straw poll in the description of every episode anyway, I think I'm finally going to make the announcement. The straw poll of this episode will be which style of Pokemon of the episode do you prefer? And whatever the result is, is what we'll do. Hmm. So either we'll continue with the guessing the is is it blank type, is it blank region, or we'll go back to the Pokedex entries. So yeah, straw poll in the description. The straw poll is important this time. Go vote in the straw poll. Um, Alright, so yeah, it's time for Jinji's favorite part of the episode. And I believe, since it has been a few episodes, you probably should do it Pokedex style, just so people remember what that was like. So, Jinji, take it away. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon! Well, if we so if we do Pokedex wise, a lot of the Pokedex entries, I'm gonna have to reword a little bit or leave some crucial stuff out. That's fine. Whatever you have to do to make it palatable. Okay. So I'll read one. We'll see if you guys get it from here. It's P- Sword Pokedex entry states it dissolves and eats metal. Um, it's one really of two short. things. It's either Meltan or Melmetal. Nope. Yes. God. Wow, did you pick a really easy one? Well, you know, do you want me to go for a harder one then? Because y- you're right, it was Meltan. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I enjoy I enjoy the I enjoy the question one a lot better. Yeah, that's that's why we're putting it to a straw poll. Everybody can vote, decide what they prefer, and whatever the majority mm-hmm. says is what we'll do, because I've had different opinions for different people. Yeah. Okay. So this Pokemon's leaf green dex entry states it lives amidst Admist among among tall grass and lives in forest. When this Pokemon attacks, it resists by pointing its spikes at the foe. Who is this Pokemon? What game was that Dex entry from? Leaf Green and Fire Red. Same thing between okay, both so games. Gen three or earlier. Lives in tall grass. Has spikes. Hmm. And if we're going to be doing dex entry guesses, I would like to put some limit, maybe three questions or three guesses before I spoil who the Pokemon is. Three guesses per person. That's what I'm saying. Three guesses per person. If none of you can get it within the three guesses, then I'll reveal who the Pokemon is. Hmm. That's a, uh, that's a pretty good entry, actually, because... Is it Sand Slash? It is not... So Sandslash is more of a desert style Pokemon. But having... Yeah, thanks for making fun of my answer, Odin. <laughs> it's more like a Rocky <laughs> Tundra like, uh, style Pokemon. But if we're going to talk about Spikes and lives in the grass, tall grass nonetheless, is it... Is it Nidorino? It is not. Lives in the tall grass, has spikes. Um, this is a good one. Fuck. Lives in the tall grass, has spikes. Um, Pokemon that have spikes. Leaf green. That's 
insane. So it has to be Gen 3 or earlier. Um, it's not Cyndaquil, is it? Nope. Okay. I got one more. I think Odin has... Odin has two more. Mm. Riley, you have one more. Okay. <sighs> okay. I'm going to give it to you, Genji. This is a hard one. <laughs> I'm give it to you, man. I'm gonna give it to you. This is insane. Um, it's tall grass. It lives in the tall grass, and it rears its spikes to protect itself. Oof. Um, that's... Nope. Got another shiny snubble. All right, that's what I'm talking about. I wanna say. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have a good answer. This is so fucking baffling. Do you give up then, Odin? Where's its spikes? Um, Is it Pineco? It is not. Is it Togepi? It is not Togepi. Riley, you are now out of guesses. Odin, you got one more, buddy. I'm. Oh my god, I'm not going to get this. (laughs) Oh my god. I am not going to get this. Um, hold on, read the entry one last time. Let me pull it back up for you. It's fire red and leaf green entry states. It lives among the tall grass and lives in forest. When this Pokemon is attacked, it defends itself with the spikes. Defends itself is with with the spikes or its spikes? Its spikes. So the spikes are a part of its body. Is what it Pinsir? Pokemon even has a spike. It is not Pinsir. No. Thank you to our three-year-old correspondent. The Pokemon of the episode is National Dex number 265, Wormple, the worm Pokemon. What? Oh my <laughs> god. What the fuck? I even looked at Wormple. I was like, no, it can't be. <laughs> yep. The full Pokedex entry from Fire and Leaf Green for Wormple is it lives amongst the tall grass and lives in forests. When this Pokemon is attacked, it is resisted by pointing its venomous, venomous spikes against the foe. Well, that doesn't spoil what Pokemon it is. You can't cut shit like that. I kept the main parts of it in. It's all like, good. I'm, there are some I'm Pokedex okay entries that. that literally say the name of the Pokemon, and that you can cut out, or if it's like super... Definitely, but there are many Pokemon with venomous spikes. I don't think that needs to be cut out. All right, and let me pull up a Dex entry for you guys. Uh, Dex entries, move sets. It is there. There are no move sets at all. So your <laughs> guess is as good as mine. We Nothing for a No, absolutely none. Damn. But uh, base stats are forty-five in HP, forty-five in attack, thirty-five in defense. 20 in special attack, 30 in special defense, and 20 in speed. That is your Pokemon of the episode. Insane. Stump Joe with the Wurmple. Hey, guess what, guys? We didn't prepare a third segment. Well, that was our third segment. Let's go random battles a thing. I doubt it. I believe they are, because didn't we do them, Riley? Yeah, but I also don't want to edit. I don't have... So, yeah, I I don't I don't even have my my uh my router and modem right now are turned off because I'm oh shit you right all right so yeah third segments kaput for the week so yeah um thank you for listening Odin where can they find you on the internet place you can find me on Twitter at by Odin's beard with two N's.
Nice. Hey, Gingy, while you're here, we're going to find you in Pixels Media. Nah, that's your job. I wasn't I mean, on no, the majority of it. I mean, you're right here. Oh, oh no, oh no, I got, I got a phone call. Sorry, I'll be back. Good news, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let you know now, if you don't put that little sound bit with Professor Farnsworth in this episode of Variety Hour, I will be a little bit pissed. If you're gonna be I mean, mocking I, I me already like that, did the voice, so why would I put it in if I already did it? Put myself? the actual sound bit in, you coward. I mean, I do have <laughs> the sound bit from the definitely totally real episode of Pixels eighty nine. I, st- I I still have it downloaded somewhere. Farnsworth bit. That's you guys are funny. All right, yeah. So you can't find Jinji anywhere. Apparently, he he isn't on social media anymore. He's gone. Um. <laughs> Pixels, which I guess is now hosted by Colo, can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Pogolon Variety Hour is here right now. I don't know why I'm plugging the show word on brain. Um, brain. There's the MoCast, which can be found on Spotify or BitChute or SoundCloud or YouTube. And then there's the Riley Podcast Mega Feed, where you can find shows such as Largest Issue in the Galaxy. The Dickheads podcast, and soon to be returning, the Riley and Ian movie review podcast. Please go find that on Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, please, please, please listen to my podcasts. I need yeah. listeners. I need. <laughs> all right, thank you all for listening. And this has been Pokemon Variety Hour. I've been Riley. I've been Odin. And good news, everyone. The podcast <laughs> is over. <laughs> See you next time, folks. Don't touch your face. Uh, screw it. Fir- firm handshakes, everybody. Firm handshakes. Handshakes all around. Handshakes all around. You have to get, walk up to your neighbor, walk up to your friends, do a firm handshake. <laughs> and kiss on the cheek. <laughs> That's funny. I- good, good, good night, everybody.